0: Return to Northmore, episode 11, running time, 33 minutes.
1: Hi, this is Kim.
0: And this is Tim.
1: Welcome to the Return to Northmore podcast. This evening we are going to go over the actual play from our last session, which corresponds with the Temple of Art.
0: This is the PC's chance to face down the evil Kumat, snakes, ghosts, and columns.
1: Just as a little warning, there are a few expletive beeps throughout this episode due to the freeform nature of our gaming sessions.
0: This particular section of recording was done at the end of a very long day of playing, the longest we have all played in a long time, and we were all getting a bit punchy.
1: So please excuse our language, We have beeped out what we could.
0: This first clip is the PCs sitting down at the Bogman's Hut, figuring out what to do next. You are resting at the Bogman's Hut after your harrowing experience in the temple. You each have a key, except for Rogan. The this is bad. Spirits have come and gone and are no longer hanging around. They did say that they would return in the morning to guide you to the Kumat's Lair, which is also the entrance to the Temple of Art. So in this next clip, the group is heading off into the bog with the bog man in a boat. We talk
1: about our favorite herb, not that one, but citronella to ward off sturges, as well as the importance of burning all of the bodies that we might find within the Temple of Art.
0: Night passes relatively uneventfully, although you had several close encounters with uh, sturges hitting the hut. Whoever was on watch was able to easily fend them off with the citronella pouches. Citronella pouches, that's great. In the morning, the spirits arrive. One thing we will remind you is that if you find any of our kind, please cremate the bodies so that we may pass on. Anything other than setting them ablaze? That will usually be fine. Usually? The body must be mostly devoured, and so sometimes the fire goes out if it's simply set ablaze. Right. Bring wood and oil. You climb into the boat and the Bogman pumps you along. When you get to a particular section of the swamp after a three-hour journey, he indicates that you must continue alone.
1: I'm going to try to take this time to remember what I can of the Kumat from my childhood.
0: Do you mean. remember he was sort of a crocodile demon? Very large, very strong, not very smart. A beast. A beast. You climb out of the boat. And there is a long strip of land, this is the most solid land you've seen in a long time, that leads out ahead. In this next clip, the PCs will encounter the ghostly guards guarding the path to the Temple of Art, and their incredibly terrible dialogue.
1: You will see a GM stumbling through dialogue at the end of a very long gaming day, with very little food in his system, and far too little alcohol, and it is abundantly clear.
0: For those of you who listened to our last episode, this has been changed. There is a bit of a difference between what we discussed last time and what you'll hear in this clip, and I think for good reason. I will need a marching order for the park today. Yeah, go ahead. Continue along, and you're in that order. This is going this way? Yes. All right. And you reach a largest section of the land. You've been following along the water. This is the water over here. And then this is also sort of mucky and nasty. And this has been the only sort of solid land. And there are some seriously large trees along here. Cypress trees, willow trees. Man- tree. Mangrove Man- trees. trees. Mangrove trees. Man- trees. trees. Things that are hanging over the path quite a bit. The uh, lucky bamboos sprouts under your feet. Nice. As you walk along the path here, you uh, notice two glowing shapes ahead. Like ghosts? Like ghosts. Our ghosts aren't with us anymore, That's right, right, they have abandoned.
1: You're the Death Mother's
0: follower. I don't like you guys. So as you pause for a moment, you see that they appear to be glowing like the other ghosts that you've seen were. However, they don't have that same sort of peaceful radiance. They look menacing. Delicious. Yeah. Stop. Oh, baby, so, least. do
1: they look solid to Oshkin? Yes. They just look ethereal to us. We got okay.
0: a couple of guys up front. They're stopped and they're kind of looking at you. Can I look around for any corpses? There are no corpses in this area. Are they 15 feet away from us? Mm-hmm. Yep. They don't seem to be coming any closer. One of them kind of takes a step closer you know, it takes a step back. Hoy oh, there, we a lot of spas. None shall approach the Temple of Art. We are its guardians in life as in death. Oh, for heaven's sake. Oh, well, if we promise to just cremate be, your bodies.
1: I'm just going to pull out the key and say we have every
0: right to be. They, they look confused and they keep looking back and forth at each other.
1: Let us pass. What are we
0: supposed to do with key? I don't remember what are we supposed to do. Should we let him pass? We're not supposed to let anybody pass.
1: We have proven ourselves to be of noble blood.
0: That is what the previous one said previous. Well, the shark men? Yes, the shark men. I hope he killed them. They look abashed.
1: And you stop us.
0: We are charged to stop all that try to approach the Temple of Art after the seals have been put in place.
1: Clearly you have failed. Yeah. yeah. Using diplomacy.
0: Sure. You, while using diplomacy, I'll tell them they suck. 21. They seem abashed and confused. They step don't really aside seem and let us know lie. what to do. And you're saying all this from the back? Behind. You're standing there chatting with them. And from one of the trees above, a snake reaches down and loops itself around <laughs> your neck. Oh boy. Like, you know. Like did it. Am I surprised? You are surprised. Very surprised. Kind <laughs> of. Somewhat surprised ourselves. However, being second level, we should find a snake, no problem. That's <laughs> the big ass snake. It's like Coney of the Barbarian sized snake here. James Earl Jones. And all right. with the Boom. So, that is AC-22. Does that hit you? Yes. 16 points of damage as it grabs your neck and jerks you off the ground. Please roll initiative, everyone.
1: In this next clip, you get to hear a very long and protracted battle with a very dangerous snake, which we initially didn't think was going to be much of a problem, but sadly we were proven wrong.
0: It was a very dangerous snake.
1: And that is why you will find in the revised version that we have provided materials for that this snake is not quite as dangerous.
0: Because this was almost ridiculous. That said, for the right group, amp it up. Have a dangerous snake.
1: So you will notice that there is some confusion this clip on the player's part as to who was going, who was whom, and what was really happening. Again, the end of a very long day.
0: Now, one of the things that is interesting here is I was trying a DM tip where I was trying to have the players manage the initiative for me. I had been passing the initiative tracker around. Everyone else was tracking it. And instead of the players tracking initiative, they seemed to just get mired in their own world. And we would sit there and stare at each other for several minutes going, is it your turn? Is it your turn?
1: You're Seth. We love you, Jeff.
0: Something to think about. Also, Wick becomes very confused about how action points work, and I encourage him to read the rules. I didn't leave that part in, but I did. And then, of course, you learn the important rule as a DM, which is never grab the aladrin.
1: Yay for Ethereal Stride!
0: So it is wrapped around the tree, and it looks like it was just waiting for some prey to go by and just... Donk. Great. Right. And, and it's... Wait until we pass put Ooh, that's a good-looking one. Well, I basically waited until you were standing there for more than a couple minutes. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not gonna move. It'll be easy I believe I can catch that Yep. So am I up first, or is Oshkin up first? Oshkin first. Right. Okay. The He's one fast dwarf. Zippy. <coughs> Draw my crossbow from its lowest little holster in my thigh. Swing low. I went Swing <laughs> crossbow.
1: Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a 15? That will miss. I'm going to constrict you. So let's say 30 versus your fortitude for... The difference in damage. Holy schnikes. 18 points of damage. Oh, you know she did. So we have an action point. Well, they okay. <laughs> you okay. look okay. Ooh. You do have an action. I am layer. turning yeah. rather purple. your she, no she, cool. she looks very yeah. bad. No, but may, by reaching the milestone. We reset. Gonna yeah, but you slept, oh, so it slept. Re- yeah, resets oh. it every day. So this is where I'm going to shut up and not make more... So you've noise. got one action point. Just we have the action. To attack. Action point! Action <laughs> point! <laughs> 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 All right, okay. so that was me, uh, Rogan. Uh, you would say the Tempest looks very bad. Her face purple. is completely purple.
1: Turning blackish.
0: As the thing is squeezing her. Black. All right? I will... Uh, a reaping. Its fruit. hide looks very tough. Very. Black what what canoe. Can tough. No, not fiendishly tough, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Alright,
1: well,
0: how about 24? Scrapes along the hide and does not penetrate. Did you reap? Yeah, so he'll take two. Alright, he's completely unfazed.
1: Ooh, I'm going to go ahead and
0: ethereal stride. You, uh. And it much like the previous creatures that this has happened to, just kind of uncoils and hangs there, very confused. And I'm
1: looking. going to use a healing surge. Yeah,
0: that's probably why. All right, so, Seth. I will use a Lance of Faith upon it. Right? Uh, uh-huh. I guess his reflex save. Mm-hmm. What Uh, that one was... All right, Oshkime. Take a couple steps over here. I'll use uh, my easy target for 26. That will hit. I'm going to be 12 points. It is slowed, and I get combat advantage until it saves. It will reach out from the tree and grab Rogan. But slowly. And, uh, miss, completely. And it's thinking about running away. Rogan. Sounds like... 27 Twenty-seven. That'll it. Nine.
1: Eldrick blasting it.
0: Uh, that will miss. Seth.
1: Get here, Seth.
0: I'm working on it. I would like a healing strike point. Oh, why not? Why am I here? <laughs> Ashken. <laughs>
1: Alright, relief, man. I
0: got the combat advantage. 14? Nope. Alright, it really wants a taste of Rogan. 23, AC.
1: 20.
0: Alright, it has grabbed you, and it has done seven points of damage. You are grabbed until escape. And I am done, Rogan, you're up.
1: Can you
0: escape? Escape. Alright, so you make an acrobatics or athletics, and your target is 25. 19. All right, right. massive <laughs> bonus, but can't do the damn thing. I'll just uh, hit it. I'll reap like the wind in my pants. Uh-huh. And we're over to Tempest.
1: Dire Radiance, a sixteen versus fort.
0: And we'll miss. So we're on Seth. How bad off are you? How bad off does she look?
1: Pretty, pretty tough. And she's Looking. definitely
0: more than Blade. I will give her a healing word then. 7 additional plus your healing surge. Oh, plus my healing surge? healing surge. Alright, so Ashken, oh, shoot it again. Much better, thank you. Oh, you know what? That's only a 24. That will miss. Does that include the combat advantage plus 2 and... Oh, is that a combat advantage gives you a plus 2? Yep. It'll be 26 then. Well, that will hit. That will hit! 12 points. Well, that definitely got its attention. It will reach out and try to grab Rogan again. Oh, actually, it's already got Rogan. Mm -hmm. It's just gotta squeeze you. So that's a 16 versus 4. That will miss. So you take no more damage. You're holding it away from your throat. (sighs) Rogan. I will try to muscle it off. Chew it off. I will stab it with my pride. Uh, 22. That will miss. So in this next clip, Rogan finally gets a taste of getting damaged. Uh, up to this point, he's really hardly taken any damage, although he's hardly dealt any damage either.
1: So we pardon him for the I.R. bloodied.
0: Ooh, that's a 28. That will crush you. It will take 19 points of damage as it cracks her spine. Yours? Yep, it's got him lifted up in the air. It's pulling him up into the tree. It's not going to go hungry tonight. <clears throat> Once again, try to. Turn it off. That would be a 30. That will break you free and you drop to the ground. Uh, Make an acrobatics check or athletics, whatever you wish. 18. All right, you're a (laughs) few. He's thinking about healing himself, I can (laughs) tell. Yeah. Are you bloodied? Yes, I am bloodied.
1: So in this clip, we decided, well, I take that back. I decided that this is just a wandering creature. So we should just let it be, not really realizing that it had entangled one of our players.
0: Yes, this is the third player that this snake has grabbed a hold of in the course of one encounter.
1: Now you know why it was dumbed down a little bit for the real adventure.
0: don't believe that we need like, to plus fight 32. this. She's
1: just a wandering creature.
0: Well, I'm kind of wrapped up with it right now. way.
1: You are wrapped up now.
0: I think. Yes, you, you are. Grab me? It is grabbed next, right. Hauling you into the tree.
1: I think this clip speaks for itself. Enjoy.
0: And we're on set. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not a five.
0: It's a four. Let <laughs> <laughs> the record show for all those listening at home, it's a four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not a five.
0: So here's an interesting rules conundrum. If you are grabbed in the coils of a giant snake, and you have a power that, when you hit with it, allows you to push said target back to squares, can you push it away from you? My decision: Yes, as long as you don't mind pushing yourself with it. Okay, hey, uh, rules-based uh, question. Positioning strike allows me to move another uh, something I hit two spaces. Right. If I succeed against this thing. Mm-hmm. Can I conceivably move it away from me? No. Okay. You can, you'll go with it A great lesson in writing good notes You never know when an NPC might ask you What the name of a different NPC is
1: Hey, it was the end of a really, really, really long day After a really, really, really long battle With a big snake What do you expect?
0: Need to diplomacy them again?
1: On a 15 Eh,
0: uh, that might be nice enough Can you not tell
1: the nobility of this party? We have fought one of your guardians, let us through.
0: They look back and forth at each other.
1: We have been told by two of your kind to go in.
0: Who? Who? Ladies, sir, food, and masters, sir, food. was the curator.
1: Oh, the curator. I'll take credit for that
0: one. His daughter Pinky. Pinky. Yes, you may pass. And they disappear.
1: I think that I would like to take a moment's rest.
0: Serge, I love myself.
1: Serge! Here's a setup of when the characters come across the horrible... Environs of the Kumat, and they see something swaying in the trees, but are not really sure. And there are all sorts of suppositions as to what this might be, including our all time favorite monster, the fiendish Dark Mantle.
0: In addition, you will hear me say that there is a stone circ on the island. I don't know why I stopped and didn't say the full word circle. This is not a bad edit. I never actually said the full word. I've gone over the original recording several times. So I apologize for that. Stone circle is what I'm trying to say.
1: Which is actually very important because the Kumat has bonuses when he is within the dark circ.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Yes, and in addition, I did change this in the write-up that you heard in the last episode. Uh, I originally had the Kumat being asleep when they came, and I really wanted the Kumat to be the focus of the battle, the big boss battle, and unfortunately this group had just gotten the snot beat out of them by the snake, and so that was supposed to be a small battle, this was supposed to be a big battle, so I had to think a little bit on the fly. so the Kumat is asleep, and they try to sneak by it, and as you'll hear in a few minutes, it doesn't go so well, but for now we're just going to hear the setup of the environs. And as you approach the temple, you see a large opening in the ground, and then next to the opening in the ground is a strange stone sort. There are a couple of trees back here, mm-hmm. and there's something in the trees. We're not sure exactly what it is.
1: Something in the trees? Mm-hmm.
0: Retainers of the comet.
1: <laughs> Maybe saw corpses for later.
0: Or perhaps Sturges, or even ghosts. Well, I can try to get close to Fiendish dark mantles from the deepest depths. So, from where you're at, you're pretty sure it can't see you. It's about 10, 11 in the morning. It appears to be sound asleep. What fall? you know of this the creature, the it dark? sleeps in the day. Is that a hole in the ground? In it way? is. It's a very so large hole in the ground.
1: You just said that what we know of the creature is that it sleeps during the day? Right,
0: and this is what you know of the creature. All right.
1: So we might have a chance against it, as it should be in torpor right now. Shall we attack it?
0: So a chance we move past it and just yeah. avoid it?
1: But what happens when we try to come out and it's night?
0: We found it. When we wait until the sun comes up. I think we take it now. It might go down into that hole too. Yeah, it might. The hole is big enough. Did you say we also noticed something in it's the bush behind it? Right. From where you're at, you can't really tell what it is. Let us move closer. But it's moving? Mm-hmm. Or? Okay. It's probably the alarm clock. If we move close, maybe make a bunch of thing makes like and kills it. What is the plan here? Or is it just... Let's try it? to sneak past it to the hole. Tempest, make an Arcana check.
1: Fourteen.
0: All right. You're fairly certain that that circle that it's in is a protective circle for it and that it will be more powerful inside that circle than it would be out of do Don't go there.
1: So we would need to lure it out of that.
0: You have a feeling you'd have a better chance against it if you did Does it have a ranged attack of any to speak of? I do not know. It doesn't look like it's carrying any crossbows. I'll sneak that way and see if I can find out at least what's on the trees. Sneaking around in the wet swamp. Could <laughs> you get? Twelve. All right, from right there, you can see hanging from the branches of these trees are seven human corpses, all wearing the uniform of the outpost. Oh, that's not... This cut. is somewhat disheartening. Oh, he's got it down there. They took prisoners uh, to feed to the, the thingy. The group is attempting now to sneak past the Kumat and into the hole in the ground. They are sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. Many of the characters have already successfully snuck to the edge of the hole. And now the fighter, Rogan, is attempting to go. He's very dubious. His sneaking skills are poor.
1: I said I'd back him up.
0: But it's the rogue, Ashkin, the sneaky one who doesn't do so well.
1: Please pardon our expletives. I don't sneak.
0: You can do your best. Come on, a girl like that can just sneak.
1: Just give it a shot. I sneak. I'll back you up. What?
0: My back? Magic silence around me. The charges. Us. No, but I'll attack it's it as bad. you run away. It's going kind of badly. Through the water? Yes. All right. How about this? Alright, are you trying to be sneaky? Alright. No interest in going quick. (laughs) 17. He's quiet. Alright, you are quieter than Zephyr. (laughs) Fend me. This can't be quiet. Especially when we stop to say, this can't be quiet. Can can you believe he's not hearing (laughs) that? This is so damn loud. Are are you hearing me? 14. I think I can still hear you. Okay, I'll continue. (laughs) (laughs) What'd <laughs> you roll? At least that one is. What's your stealth? Oh, you rolled the one? Yeah. All right. You step <laughs> on a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you step in a large oh, hole and you go down, and your cushion. all your equipment goes. Come bang, bang. Oh, and he notes you. I will hit the dwarf with my axe. Oh. <laughs> it stands up. <laughs> <laughs> it seems a little disoriented. Roll initiative. Oshkin now tries to justify his abject failure at sneaking by using his crossbow upon the creature.
1: He's also trying to rationalize that this might be just a decent kind of creature, and he doesn't mean us any harm at all.
0: And the reason he's missing is because he really doesn't need to hit the creature, because it's just
1: good. Isn't that obvious? See, so
0: I'm using my crossbow, and I'm very cross indeed. It's still odd, but it probably turns out no this, it's probably a really decent critter. It's a nice guy. You're like, oh, oh, you're friends with these guys. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: The Kumat is off to a glorious
0: start. I think he's been taking lessons from Oshkin. Or Rogan. You are in an aura around it, five squares around it, the aura of deer. You are in minus two to attack rolls because oh, of this. this. Oh, get a plus two <laughs> <laughs> And then you can chip. So I'm fine for one shot at least. Right, for one shot at least. It is huge and terrifying. It has these enormous teeth. And it is fully awake now and ready to bite. And it rolls a one. So. Speaking of taking lessons from Rogan.
1: Well, I think this is just showing the utter incompetency of this group at this point in time.
0: (laughs) Are you doing a sly bow shot, trying not to attract his attention? You don't, because you don't come anywhere near it. I would be interested to hear people's comments. I did, and you'll hear in future episodes as well, indicate that they're in an aura around it that's five squares, this aura of fear. They're in the stone circle. It's the magic that gives it power. Do you think it's right to kind of give the players that information, or do you think I should sort of keep it on the down low and just subtract two secretly from their rolls if they're up near it and tell them they're scared?
1: You know, it's hard to say because they'll figure it out eventually. In this case, Seth decided to backpedal very, very quickly for very good reason.
0: The Kumat? is a bad reptile it snatches you with its bite
1: oh not far away yep yeah, it has reached well I,
0: I would have moved away then
1: you would have had it you no, would well, have shifted, you kind the of the shifted,
0: shifted yeah so. shifted i would have taken my full move <laughs> move all you want <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> now she's we'll outside the sure. circle yeah, she is outside the circle and he will bite yeah. you and you will take but its damage 12 points of damage now we'll do its follow-up attack oh Ooh, versus your will. Investigate. You are dazed. i dazed against my will? I have a pretty good will. Uh, well, I rolled a 19 plus that's, 10. That's good. <laughs>
1: that's, that's quite that'll, good. That'll
0: do. Ashkin now theorizes that the Kumats damage is based on the number of teeth it has, and we also hear more backpedaling from Jeff.
1: You know, even in the gaze of imminent death, this group is maintaining their sense of humor.
0: All right, Seth. The thing is right in front of you. It looks menacing. In fact, it has grabbed you. You may try to escape if you wish as a move action. You only need to beat a strength roll. With no, Me I think two. I my sacred Uh, 15 against its reflex? Ooh, it just misses. Oh, wait a minute. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I can fix that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a free action. I can get a plus one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shing! you hit. It takes four points of damage, but I get 15 temporary. That is going to be good, because you're about to lose them. It chows down on you. Four. D4 per molar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After battling the Kumat for quite some time, Ashkin finally lands the death blow, and we are all quite thankful for it.
0: Yes, redeeming his one on the sneak, he gets a critical hit to finish it off.
1: So that was fabulous. And then, of course, we went to check out the hanging bodies, recognizing some of them, some of them we don't. And, of course, the cleric decides he needs to do last rites.
0: Yes, he's had quite enough of ghosts.
1: And he's a little confused by the reaction of the bodies to these last rites. I think that this was just a tale that uh, Tim was spinning for us.
0: It makes sense in the next clip. Oh, stay sneaky. Okay, that's right. Okay. Of course you will, but now you can't hit it because you're a shot. Yeah. Fire. Oh! Uh-huh. All right, so... It's max damage, what you were going to do. And I'm still... Yes, you are. Sneak attacking it, so that's yes. 21 points. All right, it falls to the ground. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sweet. Back at the smoky crossbow. <laughs> is our encounter complete? It is. I will double search. I'm going to
1: check these bodies
0: out. They all appear to have had their throats slit and then hung from the tree. Oh, huh. we recognize they were them Some of them are conscripts that are new, but you recognize mm-hmm. several guys from the outpost. Cut them down. On. I will cut them, yeah, we'll cut them down. I will give them the last rites so they don't become ghosts for (laughs) sake. You successfully give them last rites and their bodies sort of just kind of crumble after you do so. Oh, really? Weird. I've never seen that before. I'll commit that to memory, yes, I will. Now, in addition to looting the corpse of the Kumat and its nest, they are looting the Kumat's body itself. And
1: we found out why the bodies disintegrated upon last rites.
0: Well, check out this kumat, just look him over He looks sort of out of it, ill, doesn't look very healthy In fact, you're guessing he might have been poisoned Were the bodies filled with poison? Yes, the bodies That's why it. they went <laughs> from <laughs> from the Correct Odd Oh, they were trying to kill the thing So they could come by here later and get in We are first Or not Maybe it was just and tired and by
1: and It sick and they're already down there
0: Yeah, we well, we'll way to find out I'll take a look around the hole. There are numerous Sahuagin tracks around the really? entrance to yeah. the hole. <laughs> yeah. We've got shark time down there. I will search around this nest. You find a strange-looking amulet. Check this out. <laughs> hey, Jay, This. I'll up. look at That's it. Far. You have seen them before. It is an amulet of health.
1: It's an amulet of health. Put it on the list. It'll make you feel better.
0: One amulet of health. Amulet of health plus yeah. one. I'm going to knock out this thing's biggest teeth. Okay. Take those as souvenirs.
1: You will notice in this next clip that what we do has nothing to do with the adventure that we present to you in the last episode.
0: There's a lot of good reasons for that. In the recording you're about to hear, I was trying to build a relationship between one of the ghosts and Jeff's character, Seth, the priest of the Raven Queen. And to do that, I had her give him some secret information about where a prayer book was located. When I originally had written this encounter, the prayer book was supposed to be hidden, and you were supposed to dig around and find it while the stone columns attacked you. Upon further review, I decided that if it worked the way it was supposed to, and in this case... Jeff a 20 and so he finds the thing almost immediately it would be a tremendously boring encounter I mean it's interesting from a role-playing perspective, but the encounter itself doesn't really have much to offer So instead I changed it to what you heard in the last episode with the dancing columns and so forth So that it's guaranteed to make the room more interesting
1: That and upon further listening we decided it was just really cheesy
0: As you will hear from the commentary mid-clip So let me describe what you see I see the four columns, I recognize this from the description <laughs> You see a rounded room. There is a passageway leading, after a few steps up on a dais, deeper into the temple. There are beautiful frescoes all over the walls. The first thing that you will notice is that you believe that this temple is 500 years old. It has not been entered in 500 years. It looks perfect, beautiful. Everything looks like it was just painted yesterday, except for the ground is completely covered with mud and blood and little bits of soft wagon scales, a broken trident tip. In addition, there are four columns. Each column is a beautiful woman holding a sword. Oh. One of the columns, this one, is chipped and broken and looks in a very bad way. The rest of the columns also look somewhat damaged, but not nearly as much as that one. In the center of the room, you see a blue strip that strip has a bit of a rhyme of frost on it, and you see a Sahuagin foot in the center broken off. Oh my, chilly willy. There are two pots that are sitting behind the one pillar. What do you mean?
1: And these are different colors? Does that the, seem... the
0: stone seems to be made of something else. I'll just take a moment to examine, looking for triggers, of the sort. What does it look like? The stone? Yep. The normal stone here, appears to be a limestone. The stone on the sides is a marble. It's quite nice.
1: Anything on it?
0: Nope. It is pristinely clean, whereas the rest of the room is littered with trash, and and it's cold. Is there a Foot's door? Where? Nope, it's just a passage leading further on. Okay. Stop, a voice says. <laughs> it's not me. One of the columns here. Unfolds, and this beautiful woman raises her giant sword to you and looks and says, You must pass the test of prayer. I will follow my instructions very quickly, then. Said. Okay. <laughs> so, you will run, run over to here. The left. All right. Make a perception check. Yeah. <laughs> you run over to the ball, you find a scotch, <laughs> you pull it open, a panel slides open, and a small book falls out. I will open said book. What are the four orders? Orders of society, order of the mind, order of the action, order of the sign. Uh, She folds back up into the column, and this one unfolds.
1: Seth? What's going on? Wait a
0: minute. I'm just trying to read really fast. What is the prayer of cleanliness? I cleanse myself of disorder and sweep clean my thoughts so that all the beauty I see can touch me as it ought. She folds up. This one unfolds. Why do we have art? We have art in order not to die of the truth. they well, we just got this. What? <laughs> yeah. She folds up. Huh? What is your favorite color? <laughs> Place the key in the green basket. Key into the green basket. It disappears. There you go. You may pass. Bye! She folds in. <laughs> Hurry! You all pass through. <laughs> So, you see two dead Tsohwag in here that died of sword wounds. Sword uh. wounds? Yes.
1: Fascinating. Well, the fortunate. The
0: ha- me off. Ah. I don't think she was supposed to. Why well, not. She said she wasn't supposed to. Well, well
1: I w- th- would think it would be in her best interest to help us.
0: So that's all she wrote. Join us next time as they enter the Temple of Art and find out what lies inside. If you
1: have any questions or comments on this episode or any of our previous episodes, you can reach us at our forums at spookyouthouse.com as well as on Twitter.
0: Yes, please Twitter us. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Return to Northmore. A podcast released under a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, no derivatives 2.5 license by Tim White and Kim Stone. Our theme music is Charge of the Valiant from Dronalin's Tower Legends of Kithilin Volume 1 Tales of the Long Forgotten. Used by permission of its composer, David Allen Young. Find out more about their fantastic gaming music at Dronalin.com. Visit us and many other fine podcasts at SpookyOuthouse.com.